This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 6th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Just as the county and the Anne Arundel County Public Schools are trying to get a handle on the increased in racial incidents, predominantly in the Pasadena area, another incident reared its head yesterday when a message posted to Snapchat made its way through the social media channels. This all came ahead after Annapolis defeated Broadneck in basketball by a single point, and a Broadneck student whom we're not identifying posted a snap of a Snapchat deriding the behavior of the Annapolis High team by using a racial slur. Oddly enough, it was a selfie of the student, and the caption was, You all can suck a fat one, you're the rudest effing people, and you get one win and you're cocky as S. You only win because you're a bunch of effing N-words. Now, according to the Broadneck High School principal, Jim Todd, he does believe that the snap was sent as a private message and then posted publicly by somebody other than the author. He did condemn the language and he has spoken with the parents and the student and has assured us that the student will be disciplined. Over at Annapolis High, Principal Patrick Galena spoke to the students as well as the entire basketball team during Panther Hour and reiterated that... We have no inherent ability to control the actions of others, but our complete ability to control the way we react. This presumably is a effort to thwart any potential retaliation that may come between the two schools. Both principals did agree to work together to address this issue, and both have asked parents to address the issue at home with their students. Now let's get into some good news about Anne Arundel County Public Schools. South River High School held on to the crown as the county's most charitable school during the annual harvest for the Hungry Drive, which was just before the holidays. All told, South River collected 8,418 pounds of food and $14,788 in cash during the campaign. If you're interested in some of the other numbers, Saverna Park High School collected second place in money at $12,356, and third place was Central Middle School with $8,870. In terms of food collected, South River, as we mentioned, was 8,418 pounds. Archbishop Spalding came in second with 4,650 pounds. And then Crofton Woods Elementary at 4,515 pounds. Congratulations to all the schools that participated, but a big congratulations to the Seahawks, the reigning champions. Lauren Lumpkin from the Capitol had an interesting article. Apparently, St. Albans School in Washington, D.C. is launching an investigation after a former member of the Key School faculty was identified in the sexual assault report released by Key. The teacher in question is the late Vaughn Keith, and he was fired from Key in the late 1970s after a parent saw him holding hands with a student. And Jason Robinson, who's the headmaster at St. Albans, said he was aware of Keith's alleged misconduct at Key back in August. St. Albans has said that nothing has come to their attention that suggests Keith engaged in any improper behavior with students during his time at St. Albans. But there have been, quote, firsthand accounts of inappropriate behavior and sexual misconduct by former St. Albans teachers. St. Albans announced yesterday that they are going to launch an investigation of their own, and they did say there is no evidence that suggests any sexual misconduct of current St. Albans students or faculty. I have a feeling the sexual misconduct among schools is going to get a lot bigger before it gets any smaller. 
House Speaker Mike Bush, Delegate Alice Kane, and Senator Sarah Elfrith have all sponsored bills to ask the state to give $750,000 to Annapolis City as payment in lieu of taxes. Now, for the last 20 years, the city has received a payment of $367,000, and this goes to pay for services that the city renders to the state. And some of those services include like maintaining a bomb squad, a hazmat team, police responses to state buildings, and also staffing during special events and rallies. City officials estimate that that costs about $661,000 a year, and that $367,000 has not been touched in nearly 20 years. However, oddly enough, without any kind of explanation, Governor Larry Hogan eliminated that $367,000 in this year's budget. The bills that are being sponsored will require $750,000 in annual funding, which will be increased based on the Consumer Price Index, but it won't start until fiscal 2022. It would not require any funding in fiscal 2020, so it looks like the city may be $367,000 poorer for next year. Last night was President Trump's State of the Union. Here's a quick recap. He wants the wall. He plans to cure AIDS and children's cancer in 10 years. He dissed the Virginia governor. He wants a ban on late-term abortions. He talked about the record economy, record jobs, record manufacturing, and the lowest unemployment. Most of it was nothing new, nothing that we haven't heard over the last months. And as for the shutdown, here's my prediction. I think he's going to wait to see what Congress sends to his desk. If it doesn't include the wall, he will shut down the government for a few days prior to declaring a state of emergency on the border. Last night, he did not mention anything about a state of emergency on the border, although he did discuss a lot of the problems around the border, kind of setting the stage for that. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. We never know what's coming down the pike. If you're someplace where you can give us a review or a rating, please do that. It would be much appreciated. And make sure you tell your friends and colleagues about us because our listenership keeps growing and growing and growing. Now, all you have to do is hang tight in about 30 seconds. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up right after this message from Union Jacks. Baltimore native and hard rock icons, Kicks, have added a second show this Sunday at Union Jacks in Annapolis. Doors open at 4 p.m. for dinner. General admission and VIP tickets are available. VIP includes a meet and greet before the show. Don't miss platinum selling Kicks. This Sunday at Union Jacks in Annapolis. For tickets and more info, go to unionjacksannapolis.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, February 6th. Another fantastic February day yesterday across all of Anne Arundel County that surely has everyone thinking, bring on spring after more sunshine and warmer temps. But we'll take a step backward today toward reality with highs in the 40s after a cold front moves through the area. And with that cold front comes a likelihood of rain in the later p.m. hours today, with rain hanging around all the way through much of Friday as that cold front returns as a warm front and effectively gets stuck in the skies above before moving out completely before the weekend. The upside of it all is that highs Thursday and Friday are expected to be 60-plus degrees, but let's keep an eye on it and see how it all plays out, because when frontal boundaries like this one stall out for a couple of days, which we see more in the spring and fall than winter and summer, 25 to 50 miles can make a huge difference between actual high temps. 
Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. There is a diamond of diamonds, and as you'd expect, it's from the De Beers Group, benefiting from over 130 years of diamond expertise. Only 14 diamond tears in the world are allowed to touch them. Its name? Forevermark. And only one jeweler between Annapolis and Washington has it. Zachary's. Not only is it a beautiful and rare diamond, it's a diamond with a story of responsible sourcing, supporting women and girls in diamond-producing areas around the world through education, healthcare, professional training, and other programs. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you're not just giving, you're giving back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.